talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty bit podcasts. A podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I did miss the first. Oh no! Verse, oh, no! But I think that's okay. That's, that's okay. That's all right. That, I think that's fine. I'm Carter. I'm Doge, and I'm Jordan. We've got a lot of. Let's just talk about stars today. What do y'all yeah. think? Okay, it's yeah. memo- it's Memorial Day. It's a holiday. It's the stars. It's so you're going to give Wars. us 50 stars, right? There's 50 stars in this episode. I have exactly 50 stars. <laughs> Great. In this extra long Perfect. episode. Um, before we get into Obi Wan Kenobi, the show. Mm. I don't know if y'all ever saw that. Uh, yeah. Colon. And then the, oh, the show. Yeah. It's in smaller print. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show. The new adventures of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> the new adventures of Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. yeah. the show. Uh, there's, uh, I mean, always a lot of announcements in Hollywood. I can never catch them all on a mini Monday. Uh, there were a handful of Star Wars announcements yeah. that came last week. Um, what are you guys most excited for? Did you catch any of the of the newness that dropped of things to anticipate? It might have been things we already knew about, but we got yeah. little teases here. Mine dropped yesterday, uh, mm. which was a trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah, that'll be fun. And that is that looks cool. That is the thing I am most excited about in Star Wars, and arguably the only thing I'm excited about. Yeah, in Star I would Wars. say I would say that my reaction to things like the Andor trailer, things like the Skeleton Crew announcement starring Jude Law, uh, is Probably equivalent to the inside of a tauntaun, which would be lukewarm. And <laughs> badumtis. <laughs> God, I'm doing. But Jedi Luke Survivor was. looks fun. It looks cool. Uh, uh, Ewan did say that part of what they have to do is make sure that when they were writing the scripts for Obi Wan, that it conforms to the canon of a video game. Uh, and Jedi Survivor is set five years after Fallen Order, which is. Five years after Order 66, so that means Jedi Survivor is 10 years after Order 66, which is the same time as Kenobi. So we, I don't know, we might get a Cal Kestis cameo here. I doubt it, but we might. What's the point of casting a voice actor and modeling the character after them if you don't plan to put them somewhere, you know? You know, that's what we've always said. That's one of our mantras around here. That's why in the Two Chunks game, it's it's, uh, Justin Timberlake playing all three of us. Mm -hmm. Yep. For the Uh, sex appeal. That's basically it. We don't use that word much, but we'll use it today. For the Wii Sports appeal. We Amazing. use it to describe ourselves. Hey, I, yes. bought, I bought Switch Sports. <laughs> yeah? And I keep referring to it as Wii Sports. And every time I say it, I feel gross. Has that been, has that <laughs> been totally ruined flipped. for you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I was looking up the other day. Uh, like, there, there's like a YouTube, like a kind of a long-form YouTube video that IGN put out about the history of music on the Wii. And so then I just went on YouTube and looked up Wii Sports music and felt like I needed to have my safe search on. Like it was just <laughs> like a pony by genuine. Exactly. Incognito. <laughs> it's all <That's> Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're finding out a, a lot about our, our two chunks hosts here. We definitely are. <laughs> hey, um, there was a couple of announcements too that were a little bit outside of the realm of Star Wars that made me think specifically of each of you. Ooh. I want to ask your feelings about that. Doge, we'll do you first. Have you Great. seen it's 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 a screenshot or something or just a still of Harrison Ford on set for Indy 5? How do you feel about it? I I think if it was anybody other than James Mangold, I would be 
immediately 100% out. Yeah. James Mangold has me 10% in. Okay. Uh, because, Unpack Mangold a little bit for those of us uh, listening probably that don't yeah. know who that is. Logan. Logan <laughs> oh, is his most oh, famous oh, yeah, yeah. thing that he's done recently. Uh, and it was like, that's kind of hopefully the same ground that we're going to tread with Kenobi of like a send-off to a beloved character that is handled respectfully and kind of... You mean uh, with the Indiana Jones movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Kenobi. Oh, no, no, no. With with Indiana Jones. Mm. Uh, a send-off that's handled respectfully and kind of tactfully glosses over some of the real crappy entries in which this actor has also played this character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it has to be a send-off, right? I think during Crystal Skull, it was like, man, this is the last hurrah. Because Harrison Ford was one of those actors that said he'd never act again, right? Yeah. And then came yeah. back and did Han, and then he was like, oh, well, I'm here. I might as well do well, more. Well, I'm here. I guess I'll do, yeah, well, I guess I'll do another one. Uh, Jordan, also, the trailer for the new— I think we have another send-off in the works— and uh, we had the new Mission Impossible trailer. Did yep, you see that? I did. What'd you think on that? Uh, part one is interesting. Didn't know they were going to do a two-parter. Um, but uh, look, I I had a conversation with Callie yesterday after I saw the trailer where I once again expressed my deep frustration with um, two-thirds of this podcast. General vibe about the Mission Impossible movies where I renewed my vigor. To force you to watch all of them. I'm totally fine with that. Um, I like the Mission Impossible movies. Because they're amazing. I've never seen them, but I just don't like Tom Cruise. I I am very confident that this next one is going to be a real slapper. Good. Man, anytime they can find a way to work in that Mission Impossible theme to a song that doesn't feel like it's going to be that Mission Impossible theme, (laughs) I always get a little hyped up. Yeah. I think it's going to be amazing. Carter, I saw an announcement that made me think of you. <clears throat> tell me this. Can I tell you this? You might already know it. Big dumb dumb goes outside and cries. <laughs> that was the headline. Guy, guy Starring with, me. Guy with small muscles pretends to be cool. <laughs> uh, True Detective season four was just confirmed. It's, oh, in, yes. it's in production. Carter, did you see who is playing the lead and producing this season? I did not. Jodie Foster. Whoa! Yeah, that's a good get. Is it still Nick Pizzolatto involved? Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, dang it. They just want to think of me. Oh, my God. Right? Isn't that great? Yes, of course it is. She's the greatest detective we've ever seen. Yeah. On screen. Yep. Holy moly. So it's set set in Alaska. Yeah. Oh, oh, I knew it was going to be up north. How fun is that, dude? <clears throat> wow. Of course, in the snow, it immediately makes you think they're going to take on Fargo and do a better Fargo than Fargo did. And I don't know if that's possible. No, but probably not. Yeah, I, I like I'm to imagine about that because I only just was revealed this by my good friend. But I like to imagine the them talking to Jody about like the script and stuff. They're like, "No, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty dark. It's going to be pretty gritty. <laughs> I don't know if you can handle that, that kind of vibe or anything." She definitely. I mean, she definitely has. Yeah, guys, I got uh, I got letterboxed. Have y'all done that? Oh, yet? yeah, I, I I did it a few years ago, and yeah, I, I had it in like off. I'm so behind on everything, dude. So I, I got off of it for me because it felt like everybody on the app that whose reviews I was reading were so incredibly negative that it was making <laughs> me hate things that I liked. 
Ah, uh, movie so, Twitter. So I jump. Yes, it felt like movie Twitter. But if you use it for your own sort of vibes, then I think it's a great app. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. I've decided every movie I review will only be 13 words long. Oh. Because I like that word. I like that n- number and the words. Is it because you're a witch? It's because I'm a witch. Yeah. The I'm not a witch. Numbers. I'm your wife. Um, <laughs> I think with the time that we have here before the ad break, mm-hmm. let's play a game. Oh. And then when we come back… Let's play a game. When we come back, we'll talk Kenobi's first two episodes. Sure. Okay. Do you think the second half of this episode of Mini Monday is enough time to talk about two episodes of Kenobi? I definitely do. As do I. We had a chase scene that lasts like 10 minutes of a Jedi and a little girl in the city. Let's wait. Let's wait. wait. Um, Sorry. Um, Let's play A Star Was Born. Also, in this uh, spirit of talking about the stars that were born… We do want to talk about our most recent supernova, R.I.P. Ray Liotta. I know. Um, when it's like early '60s, just for humans, yeah. I'm just like that. Still feels really bums me out. Super young. Yeah, we've got yeah. one Memorial Day birthday, which Happy Memorial <laughs> Day. Uh, and then I've got two big ones, uh, two big birthdays for tomorrow. So we've got okay. one for the 30th on this Memorial Day and two for the 31st. Our Great. first birthday was born May 30th, 1971. Okay. And she, I'm going to go, ooh, I don't want to give anything away, has 37 acting credits. She has 37 acting credits. For those of you, while these boys are thinking about where they want to, Take these random shots at credits here. A Star Was Born is a game where we celebrate those Hollywood stars that were born today by taking a random shot into their IMDb chronological credits uh, online. These boys pick three random numbers, and based on the credit of that movie, try and guess who this actor or actress is. Where do we want to go first, boys? 37. I feel heat around 30. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Frozen 2. Do you think it's Kristen Bell? I do a little bit. Yeah. I also do a little bit, yeah. Maybe we scoot backwards from there. From I was going to say forward. Yeah, either I way. Know, I, don't I don't know anything she's done since Frozen 2, except for the woman in the house across the street from the man yeah. in the window or whatever. The The title and the premise, I think, is funnier than the execution of that yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel, what, what do we feel about 20, let's call it 22, perhaps? That was a good. That was a good year for me. Let's do yeah. twenty-two. Arthur, TV series, one episode. Doctor Paula. That's unhelpful to me. That's un- incredibly unhelpful because it also could be Adina. It could be. No, Adele? she's she's older than thirty-seven, I believe. Oh wait, mm. no, fifty-one. Wait, time out. It's definitely not Kristen Bell. Nineteen seventy-nine or nineteen seventy-one. That puts her at fifty-one years old. Kristen Bell is definitely oh, yeah, not fifty-one. Not it could 51. be Adina. It's Adina. It's definitely Adina. I was thinking 37 years. It's 37 projects. Uh, um, do you want to do like 18? I do. Okay. Frozen. <laughs> I'm going to go with Adina. I'm going to go with… Frozen, Frozen the, 2, the Arthur. Wi- the wickedly talented. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Happy with… Happy 52nd birthday to… The wickedly talented Adele 
Dizim. <laughs> it was going to be way funnier if it was like, the wickedly talented Christian Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I wish it was. I wish oh it was. Oh my gosh. But y'all are too good. That will never not be the funniest thing, thing to me. I know. Didn't she Our double it back birthday. at him the next year? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. May 31st, 1976. He has 60 acting credits. There are seven upcoming projects. Ooh. And so we won't use... Uh, there could be some good things there, but we're not going to use any of those. So we'll actually just say 53 acting credits to so his name. Is it this, 50, boy's, this boy's 42 year years old. old. What? Hmm? Not 42. Hmm? 1976? Hmm? How long ago? 76. 56 years? 56? Hmm. 76 was not 56 years ago. No, 46 years. It was 46. Yeah, he's 46. Yeah. You said 42. Well, that's closer. <laughs> You're like getting on to it for y'all both being wrong. <laughs> Yeah, 53 acting credits. Either, though, huh? It's not, you know, math. No. It's not a math cast. Yeah. There's plenty of math podcasts out there. <laughs> Go listen to one. Of, actually, I don't know. There has, Maybe to, be. there has to be. There absolutely has to be. <laughs> there does have to be, I guess. Uh, what are we doing again? I forgot. I got distracted. How many by numbers? 50. Many? <laughs> this is a star was born. Okay. This, this person is, two chunks is turning and a hunk. 46. Two chunks and a hunk. We've got 53 acting credits. How about... I was going to say 50. What were you going to say? I was going to say 47, but I'm okay with 50. Let's do 50 and then 47. Okay. Voyagers. Oops. Nope. <laughs> About 47. Uh, yeah. Are you doing 47? Um, feels too close to 50 okay. to me now. What do you want to do then? Mm, 39. Okay. 39. <laughs> Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk. 39. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh-oh. <laughs> How old's Jude Law? I was about to say, hey, Jude. <gasps> Whoever this gentleman is, he did 11 movies between Fantastic Beasts and whatever Voyagers is. Fantastic Beast was like 2014 though, right? Was it really? 2016. 2016, the first one. Yeah. It's not that long. Jude's been doing some television though, so. Okay. Well, then maybe yeah. let's try and hit something a little more Jude familiar. Earlier than Freaky's. Freaky Beasts. Um, <laughs> Go goofy Beasts and How to Scoop Them Up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very good. About 17. Okay. Let's give it a shot. Let's try 17. Hold on. I'm getting into the count. 17. Miami Vice. Oops. 2006. Oops. 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 <laughs> we made mistake. Oops. Oops. Is Colin this is, this is the Fantastic hey, Beasties? This is Johnny Depp. This is Johnny Depp. Okay. This is Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp was in Miami Vice. Do you think there's any chance that Johnny Depp has seven upcoming projects? <laughs> Who knows, man? I think it's Johnny Depp because he was also in Fantastic Beasts 1. It's Grindelwald. 
as Grundlewad. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll go with. You better look out, Dumbledore. I'm coming at you with the strong wand. <laughs> uh, Johnny. Okay. It's Johnny. Happy 46th birthday to Colin Farrell. I remember when I said was Colin Farrell in it. I don't, I didn't know that he was in Miami, Miami Vice, was he? Yes. Apparently. Yes, apparently he was. Hey, was Johnny Depp in that Miami Vice? Johnny Depp's older than 46 also. No, that, that Miami Vice. I don't think he was. Jamie Foxx was. What am I thinking of that he was in? I don't know. Are black, you thinking of Joaquin Phoenix in Inherent Vice? <laughs> I'm, I'm not thinking of either of those. Are you positive? <laughs> Jump Street. Get out. That was what you got confused <laughs> with. <laughs> I trusted you blindly. I know. Because I forgot that the age was 46. I know. Wow. Our final birthday. Born May 31st, 1930. Ooh. That means in 1958, he was y'all's age. <laughs> mm. Mm. In 1958. Oh, how time passes. Wow. This gentleman, who will be turning 92, has 72 acting credits. I think I might already have an idea of who it could be. <laughs> you think he's like- 90? I don't know many people who are quite that old. <laughs> That's you're nailing that today. I think maybe he could be a bit closer to 100 than you think he might be. <laughs> An entire century of cinema. <laughs> All right. Do we want to guess maybe a couple movies though? <laughs> can you? Can we try to find the Batman? How many uh, credits does this boy have? How many credits does he have? 72. Okay. It's either him or like Ian McKellen or something. Like a 63 maybe a Batman, huh? Yeah. Let's try 63. 63? Absolute power. That was a 1997 flick. Ooh. Ooh, let's go even more. Ooh. <clears throat> even more. Ricente. Um... 67? No. Two more. 69? Let's say 69. Nice. Trouble with the curve. That's an old one, too. 2012. I spent the latter part of my career doing a bunch of (laughs) independent cinema. Hold on. Do you remember what else came out in 2012? The Dark Knight Rises. 70. 70. It's not Michael Caine, by the way. It's not. American Sniper. Oh, it's Bradley oh. Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Cooper looking great for 92. <laughs> oh. Um. Now you're going to need to work on your aim. <laughs> I can't even do Michael Caine. You're killing it. Oh, you're going to need to work on your aim. <laughs> If you want to, be, if you want to be the best sniper in America, you got to work on your aim. Brilliant, dude! You've been watching a lot of Taskmaster. That Brit, that Brit voice is right yeah. there. Uh, it's easy to access first thing in the morning. Oh, it's it's amazing. Um, 
Who's turning so, 92? Who tomorrow? else is this old? Almost nobody, statistically. Uh, how old is Morgan? <laughs> He's Freeman, done way is. more projects in the last 10 way years. Way more than recently. That. That's true. That's oh, true. That's no. true. It's got to be somebody that started falling off. Ian McKellen. Mr. Y. Ian McKellen is that is that old, but I don't Happening, think he would yeah, have been Mr. an American y. sniper. No, seems like famously, maybe. famously not American. Famously British. You Ian want McKellen. to blackmail this person? <laughs> That's a pretty good Morgan. That's a very good Morgan. Mr. Y. Who can you do from Batman, Jordan? Um the Batmobile. Do it. I know who you can do from Batman, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Let's get some girls in here. Yeah. Give me that. <laughs> Can we get some guesses in here? Can we? Let's do a scene really quick as our voices of yep. us trying to figure out what this guess is. Yep, yeah. I'm ready. And action. Hello, <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Ben Mendelssohn. What do you What do you think this person's name is? Can, uh, it's probably not. It's probably not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> scene. That was incredible. Yeah, I, no, I, I was that, completely transported. When the cinematic magic to put your thinking caps on, yeah, you're gonna have to wear your thinking caps. I'm gonna That's go. Funny. I have absolutely. I have honestly no idea. I have honestly yeah, this no is idea. Tripping me up majorly. I got too fixated on Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. Harrison Ford, lock it in. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Harrison Ford. Happy 92nd birthday. Clint Eastwood. Oh. Makes sense he'd be an American sniper. Makes sense. What else makes sense? It's literal he that, sense. He has that famous line where he's like, go ahead, punk. Snipe my day. I know what you're thinking. Did I shoot five or did I shoot six? Um, Let's go to an ad break. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're back from the ad break. Let's talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show. Yeah. I think the deep breath that I heard, I wasn't looking at the screen. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Out of exasperation. Go, 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 go. It brings me no pleasure at all. Especially our Discord, the general vibe in the Discord, people talking about it. I texted a couple people, some, some good Star Wars friends of mine. So I, I am sorry to announce that this show is terrible. <laughs> and I, I, oh, I liked virtually nothing about the entire mm. experience of watching the first two episodes. And I'm going to make a motion that we don't cover the rest of this show as a podcast because I hated Ooh. it that much. Interesting. And I think there's no way it's going to be <clears throat> worth anybody's time in the end. Interesting. It is awful. And it's like they don't, they have no idea how to make a Star Wars show anymore. And, and I... I don't want to take it away from anybody. Anybody who has managed to like the first two episodes of Kenobi, blessings on you and and continue to enjoy it because I I I am jealous. Yeah. But outside of you and McGregor, who is a, a precious baby boy, yeah, this show is terrible. 
virtually every aspect of it is awful. To me, to me, to me. Yeah. My reaction is is not that strong. I think I would say it's just fine. And what I needed from a from a new Star Wars show is something that that hit me on like a you know the best episodes of like Deborah Chow's yeah. episodes of The Mandalorian right. which are great yeah, episodes right. of Mando and I think honestly I think I'd look on this more favorably if the last Star, the last Star Wars that I saw was Luke Skywalker leaving with Grogu and we did not watch the book of Boba Fett only a couple of short months ago yeah but yeah I would say that it like it's becoming clear that Star Wars seems to only know how to make one type of show. And it is gruff, grumpy guy has to go on escort mission to protect a little kid because that is exactly <laughs> what Mando is. Or like it's gruff, 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 grumpy guy meets sweet baby. And then the Bad Batch is like a bunch of gruff, grumpy guys meet Omega, the clone, the baby clone. Uh, and then now it's gruff, grumpy Kenobi meets baby Leia, which is Cool. I mean, it's fine. If you want to tell the story of how Leia knows who Obi-Wan Kenobi is, that's fine with me. Yeah. But… Yeah. It's just… I mean… Her message in A New Hope definitely seems to imply that she's never met Kenobi. Because her message that's encoded in R2-D2 absolutely says, General Obi-Wan Kenobi, you served with my father during the Clone Wars. And he says, you're one of his closest allies. You're my only… Like, it's that kind of thing where it's like a straight-up introduction. So maybe she doesn't know… That Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ben Kenobi are the same person, but that seems a little silly to me. Yeah. I, so Letterboxd, which I'm, I'm the only one that is new to this. I think even if if you're a movie fan, you probably know about it. But um, I was going through, ended up finding, you know, 1,200 or so movies that I'd seen to have in my, like, library. But I was clicking some search words just to make sure I was hitting everything. I clicked Disney. And so it gave me this long list of all these Disney movies, even back to like the 30s. Yeah. Of trying to find all, make sure I've clicked all these because I knew I'd seen a lot. Where do I get Clint Eastwood was in back then when he was young? Yeah. Where do I get those big chunks of movies? Um, And I was just kind of like, just kind of like, God, that's kind of ridiculous because I had forgotten about. Lion King 2, Lion King 1 and a half, Cinderella 2, Cinderella 3, Aladdin 2, Aladdin 3. 11, 4, 102 Dalmatians, like all these things. And this feels more like something that Disney's been doing for a long time. That's exactly right. And it's it's not same but different. It's same but same. I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, and I'm not going to be as naive to say that Star Wars doesn't have a catalog. I know that there's a lot of fan fiction and there's a lot of things that are canon technically that aren't really like original trilogy canon that somehow in culture yeah. has been created can- canon. And I know people that read Star Wars literature and things like that, but uh, MCU feels same but different. I, th- I think we're doing enough different yeah. in some of the MCU and the stuff that tastes bad in our mouths in the MCU is the stuff that we're like, this is same but same. Yeah. Like when are we going to get out of the multiverse? So to have this all, almost every piece of this current story to be someone that I kind of already know what's going to happen to them it's tough for me yeah. to be in. The world of Star Wars, what George Lucas created in terms of the wonder and all that stuff, and that's some of the things that we said we loved the most, right? I, I don't know yeah. why. I do know why, but it, I, I listen to a lot of different 
movie podcast and just podcasts in general and Star Wars just gets brought up. It's pop culture phenomenon. Like it's like, can you, like everyone was talking about uh, in a podcast I was listening to recently, the feeling of going to Tatooine for the first time and, and, yeah. and going into… Boy, I'm tired of it in these Disney Plus shows, huh? Mos Eisley and all that kind of stuff. And it's just not… The sense of wonder is gone. And it yes. feels very yeah. anti-Lucas. Yes. Dude, um, uh, there… Okay. I'm completely with everything you said. But if I may add a couple cherries on top that I can't stop thinking about. Number one, the third sister feels like community theater does Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Some of the that. worst acting I have yeah. seen in the Star it's Wars pretty... universe from somebody who I think is one of our main characters of this season. Yeah, I think so. so well, I mean, she apparently killed the Grand Inquisitor even though he's alive in Rebels. Yeah. Nine years later. Yeah, that's all very strange. Yeah. So, uh, Maybe there's Rebels that. Is not, I think Rebels is like five years later. Still. Then… Uh, you're telling me that girl's 10 years old? Yeah. That is a seven-year-old. <laughs> I don't believe, I do not believe that actor is 10 years old. Let's find out. We have the technology. I bet she's nine. And then, on top of that, you're telling me that Obi-Wan Kenobi, general of the Clone Wars, can't catch a 10-year-old girl on foot? Yeah, that was funny. Are you kidding Pretty me? Silly. Every single... Well, both episodes, we had a really, really yep. horrible ch let's chase Leia scene, and it sucks. It is... Th that girl is moving at the speed of a shopping cart. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> through Target. And these grown adults are like, whoa, whoa! Well, wait, Flea, wait Flea, little girl. If it had been a bass playing contest, <laughs> Flea would have easily... Why is But Flea running here? is not Flea's thing. And then on top of that... Is this show? Is this show? I'm being genuine. Is it for kids? Is this like a twelve and down show? Is that who it's this is for? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm. I genuinely. If I had, if I, if we didn't have to record this, I would have turned it off after the first episode. Mm. I, I think. I really thought this was awful, and and I feel like Disney should be ashamed of themselves for having all of the budget and freedom in the world, mm. and this is yeah. what they make. I don't know, man. Something is just weird with Disney Star Wars because it, it like, and maybe Lucas is the secret ingredient to Star Wars and has been the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you know, because like they just can't seem to really recapture it. Every, every Disney thing to me comes off feeling like a fan project. Yes. That I'd yeah, watch 100%. on YouTube. You know what I mean? But like, even like things like the costuming in this are not good. Like, except I think for the Mandalorian, obviously. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, the costume yeah, is not good. The music is so so like <gasps> generic. It's Natalie Holt who did the music for Loki, which was one of my favorite TV soundtracks of last year. But like, I think I don't know if I think it would have been better to try and replicate Williams in this, like Michael Giacchino did for Rogue One. Yeah, or if it would be better to do something completely original, like Ludwig Göransson did for The Mandalorian, but. The music here doesn't really work for me. It just feels like generic two thousands action thriller. Yeah. yeah, but I did like the I did like the Tamara Morrison cameo as a clone. Yeah, veteran. That was cool. If that yeah, if that that's what counts for saving this show, then yeah, sure. The two seconds Tamara Morrison was here was great. So that clone armor right there is the first time that live action like Gen two clone armor has been created. He was also had blue stripes. He's part of the five hundred first, which is the division that Anakin led. Uh -huh. During the Clone Wars. But 
all of our clones in the prequels were completely CG. And both of the Order 66 scenes that we've seen, I believe those clones were CG as well. We've gotten a couple of Order 66 scenes in different shows here. But Tamara is actually wearing like real, (laughs) like manufactured clone armor, which is cool. Cool. Yeah. Never seen that for real, for real before. Yep. The set pieces, the weapons, all that stuff are still fortunately those feel like locked in time. Like those feel like those are always going to be cool. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No matter the context, which is why things like, you know, going to Galaxy's Edge and Batuu and stuff at Disney yeah. World will never not print money. But I just think, I was even trying to think from a business standpoint because Disney, you know, multi-gazillion yeah. dollar business, n- no new merch comes from this show no. so far I mean, right like reva reva merch third sister merch e- even and, and that's that's at the end Layla's we do get anakin yeah. yeah we get anakin in the uh bafta tank right is that what it's called bacta bacta tank yeah that's not new like that's no. that's still something we that, that we're pretty one yeah we're, we're we're pretty aware of that and so i don't i don't know how redeeming it's going to be here's the thing we do we are all owners of this podcast and Jordan brought up an interesting uh, recommendation. And to be honest, we'll have to stop somewhere. I think with how much Star Wars is coming out, there's a time to pick and choose, and we can do this, you know, on on vinyl or on 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 wax right now, <clears throat> and just make sure that we we can cut this out if we don't end up wanting to do it. But I'm down to not watch yeah, I think I am the too. show for the podcast. I'm going to keep watching it. It's like, sad. I mean, do, I am too. We can do check-ins, but like it's, I don't know, man. Like I I love Star Wars, but watching this yesterday, I felt like the first time I've watched Star Wars, I've been like, oh, this is not something I'm into anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Like to me, it feels like I'm watching, I'm watching Star Wars from an outsider's perspective yeah. of like, I don't actually know really what's going on or why it's important. And that bummed me out because like Star Wars used to be like my main thing and they've just completely lost me with... Say what you will about The Last Jedi. I didn't care for it. A lot of folks did. It was it was divisive. And I think it would be hard to argue that it was not intentionally divisive. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's, you know... And whatever side you land on, it it was like that movie wanted you to be firmly that side. It was intentionally quite divisive. Yeah, and then ever since then, it's just like, oh well, we tried to course correct with Rise of Skywalker, and that was trash. Mando season one and season two, I liked quite a lot, um, but I think I'd have less of a less of a favorable view of them if they had not come right after Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, which sure. was yeah. so bad. I my opinion remains the same to when Disney bought the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, in that, I'm fine. Keep making Star Wars stuff. I really am. Just keep doing that. I'm starting to think. More and more, though, and this is something that I think I've said recently on the podcast. Could just go somewhere else in the galaxy. Yes. I, yeah, tell a different I think story. The worst, the worst thing was like leave the episodes alone. Just do a new, a completely new thing set in that world. Because I think the worst yeah. thing is trying to continue to add like wallpaper on this building that yeah. George Lucas built. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's things I'm still excited about. I still am. I'm legitimately excited for Ahsoka, um, but. Yeah, it's. I think if we go to another part of the galaxy, you can have many of the same vehicles, many of the same yeah. alien races, some, some of the same weapons. Maybe throw a name out there that's recognizable, but let's just tell 
completely different stories, and it, yeah. it's tough. I'm glad they got Ewan. It's fun to see Ewan, Ewan as Obi-Wan in 2022. Oh my goodness. Ewan's great. This is not, but, none of this is a reflection on Ewan or the acting prowess of a young girl. I want to be very clear. Yeah, she, they're no, both she's out there doing, doing their best. Yeah. She just is too young to be cast as a 10 year old Leia. And I think that th- he's fighting a losing battle. The things that are strongest <laughs> about this are things that were done better in 2005's Revenge of the Sith. Like, mm. I think Ewan's, in this so far implied relationship with Anakin, uh, I, I liked it better in 2005 <clears throat> than what we've got. The thing that really bugged me is that the reveal that Anakin is still alive was delivered through a piece of dialogue rather than, like, that is, they told it to Ewan rather than showed it to Ewan in the script. The best reveal that Anakin is still alive, that this this new Sith Lord working you know, closely with the Emperor is Anakin Skywalker happened in Rebels whenever Ahsoka learns Vader's identity yep. and she she's dueling him and she catches his mask with the lightsaber. It slices it and she sees his eye. She recognizes and feels that it's Anakin. Man, that's so much better than an Inquisitor telling Obi-Wan Infinite. that Darth, that she knows Vader's secret identity. Like, I, I don't know, man. I thought that was kind of supposed to be under wraps, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of getting I'm, messy. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I think all but the, we have some. We had some people in our Discord who <laughs> it started with a message of like, "I'd love to talk about Kenobi. I have thoughts." And I started, I started looking at it, and I was like, "Oh, here we go." And then everybody was like, "I really loved it." And I was like, "Oh, never mind." And I just closed out of it because I didn't want to. Because <laughs> here's the thing: I, I'm glad that people like it. I'm glad people in our Discord like it. I'm glad there are people who love this. I think by the end of this show all but the most staunch Star Wars supporters who will like anything that comes out. Unless, unless, yeah. <laughs> unless this is one of those shows where the first two episodes are terrible and the rest is amazing. You know those. You know those shows? Mm-hmm. Where they come out of the gate farting and then decide to swing later? Yeah. And I, ju- I, I just think this is going to be another flop-like book of Boba Fett. Mm. How many of these do they have in them? But monetarily, uh, infinite. But I just mean yeah. how many... How long will Disney and Star Wars remain in the Star Wars fandom's good graces with these terrible, terrible takes? Because I, I think there are folks who grade on a Star Wars curve. But, and sure. I recognize yeah, that 100%. I, I grade on a Marvel curve. Like, the, absolutely, there have been lesser Marvel movies that I'm like, that was still really good because it's Marvel and I sure. love Marvel. 100%. Like, like, not quite uncritical, but pretty close to uncritical. Mm-hmm. And I think if you'd caught me a couple of years ago, I would have graded this on a Star Wars curve where I would say it's not amazing, but it's more Star Wars. And that Star Wars is rare. But the thing is, Star Wars is not rare anymore. Yeah, right. I think Star Wars used to yeah. be special because it was rare. And so things like the awful acting in episode two and three, <laughs> like I grade on a Star Wars curve because I'm like, this is not amazing, but what else is there? This is Star Wars. There's nothing like this. Yeah, And it's just not... It's lost that magic for me, and I I don't feel I feel like I'm not grading on a Star Wars curve anymore. Sure, yeah, I found myself missing a faceless protagonist and yeah. Werner Herzog and yeah. a little puppet baby. You know, it was like I think so much has to be said too about the quality of the show, and I know that sounds like that's literally what we're talking about, and it is in terms of as it relates to Star Wars, but I do feel like. There's just also a lot missing about the show that's just not yeah. quite there. I still think, you know, part of the reason that I'm like, just take a scatter shot and keep trying Star Wars is because I don't think 
Because I, I don't know if… It, like Baby Yoda and Mando… Baby Yoda just kind of became a product icon. Like yeah. I think that's… It's amazing that that's the merch that you see the most at, at uh, Disney World. That it's Baby Yoda. But I would say like I don't know if the Star Wars universe has had its Into the Spider-Verse moment yet. Right? I, I think Spider-Man had tons of content. People loved that there was nostalgia. We started to get some Tom Hollands. And we're like, okay, this is fine. It's going to play into the MCU. But then out of nowhere, from something that felt completely different, we got some of our best storytelling yeah. of a world with the same characters. Right. But it's something completely different. Brand new protagonists that we haven't seen on the screen before. Told in a different medium, in a different light. And I think that there's still a chance for that. If 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 we just taking sh- keep taking shots at this. Yeah. And so… It doesn't feel doom and gloom for me. I think there's better Star Wars to come. I just don't think Kenobi is it. Is there a 10% chance that we eat crow? And, yeah, you know, episode three and four and five and six actually end up being Dude, awesome? I hope so. Sure. I'm 100% yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep watching it. I'm 100% willing to come on this podcast and eat crow into this microphone. Yeah, and for say, sure. Yeah. Star Wars curve is back, baby. Kenobi's amazing. Loved him fighting Darth Vader. Yep. Completely willing to say that. Uh, we ready to wrap the episode? Yes. Yeah. I had a little cough at the end, so I said episode… Uh, episode… Uh, episode… Uh. To end this episode, the next Star Wars… The one that hasn't even been announced yet. It's not Andor. It's not Star Wars Survivor. It's not any Jedi Survivor, Fallen Survivor Jedi. Any of that mm-hmm, new stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't even know the name of it yet, but we do know that Michael Caine is in it. Mm-hmm. What role… Is he playing? I'm Carter, Dom Toretto's grandfather. Oh, wow. Sent through a wormhole, but retains his love of racing. <laughs> <laughs> Coming this fall to Disney Plus is a new show called Star Wars Gopa. And Gopa is Yoda's dad, and it's played by Michael King. This is my son, Yoda. My name's Gopa. He talks normally? Yeah. My, He's like not son, backwards talking? My son, this is. <laughs> yes. His, Gopa, his name is. Jedi's. <laughs> Jedi's we are. It's never been better. I'm just giddy. I'm Jordan, and Michael Caine's going to play young Jabba. It's the origin story of Jabba <laughs> the Hutt. Rising to power, but uh, there will be no costumes. It is just Michael Caine. And yes, I said young Jabba he plays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because uh-huh. apparently they don't know what age is. In before, well, young Jabba is before <laughs> he loses his arms and legs. Before or he becomes a goop, a goop man. Before he becomes a slug boy. <laughs> bring, bring Captain Solo and the Wookiee to me. Talk, talk is Michael Caine, but in like Jabba's accent. Like Jabba's dialect. What? I don't… Hang on. I'm going to look up Jabba the Hutt quotes. Because I don't remember anything that that fun worm says. <laughs> you just make it up. Yeah. Ibana <laughs> Solo. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I looked up Jabba the Hutt quotes. And the complete… Autocomplete was Jabba the Hutt quotes in Hutties. So yeah. here's a couple of Hutties words for us to close out this episode. Chupa means, hey you. Patisa means friend. Muli ra means money. Boska means let's go. Mijusju means goodbye. <laughs> now, bo means one. And 
Obita means music, but that's only the approximate translation. I think there's some cultural nuances and hoodies that we're losing. So if we can go ahead and English. get one of those in uh, Michael Caine to wrap it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you tell us goodbye, goodbye. as Michael goodbye Caine speaking Hatties? Yes. Goodbye, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Me Yeah. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.